0: Welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in uh, to Community Decoded Powered by Thredo, a podcast where your host, uh, me, Sharat, I'm, I'm going to dive a little deeper with world-class community builders about community building, how they think about the role of community in the age of, you know, social and whatnot. And uh, today I have a very special guest who's a dear good friend of mine who's been like a like a great help uh in my career and as well as in many people's careers uh he's none other than ben lang ben welcome to the show so good to have you
1: yeah thanks for thanks for having me it's good it's good to be here with you
0: absolutely yeah so for folks who doesn't know ben which is pretty rare if you're if you're in the space of community and you don't know ben you should you should check to a doctor <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, let me let me give you like a brief intro. Uh, Ben's Ben's been uh, in the community business for you know more than like what ten years. He's been involved in product hunt, on deck, and he joined Notion, where he grew, uh, where he saw the group, the team grew from fifteen to four hundred and fifty. He's an active angel investor. He's a he's a massive contributor to product hunt in terms of you know hunting interesting products, and. In no- and at notion he he did a bunch of things like you know he led ambassador program and so many other programs like uh, the whole community itself the creator uh, wave that notion's been riding he led that and he's he's such a kind and empathetic person uh, and that's that's why i really love him as a person more than anything else and uh, i'm so i'm so glad that we we had we have the opportunity to talk to you ben uh, right off the bat i want to I want to go back to your early days. I want to, I want to ask you about how did you find community as a, as a carrier, you know, when did you realize that, okay, this is because you, you did a bunch of things. You were a soldier. You, you did like so many things like you, 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 you founded something called map me. You, you were worked at growth at like so many startups and you were an angel investor and so on. So, when in, in the whole journey of you building things and interacting with people, when did you saw like, okay, this is where I have to, I have to hedge down, like focus on community all all, all my life.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, it was never really like how I, it, it wasn't necessarily a career path for me, meaning the way I always, I, I always saw community building as like just a passion, something I did kind of, for fun, uh, in, in a bunch of areas in my life. Like kind of how you mentioned before, I was super involved in product hunt early on, I -hmm. was one of the first, you know, first users and like I loved the community I would host events meet mm-hmm. product on events in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. I was actively hunting products. Some sim, similar thing with On Deck. I saw it very early on when just Eric was hosting dinners and mm-hmm. I thought it was such a brilliant idea and I was like, "Wait, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. I should do the same thing." Right. And so I started hosting On Deck dinners in in uh, New York and in Tel Aviv and for me those were never really like career paths. It was more just like I love doing this stuff. This is so, this is so fun mm-hmm. connecting people mm-hmm. around, you know, shared interests, shared purpose. And, uh, and, and, and funny enough, like same thing happened to me with notion. I, the way I joined notion was I had found it on product times mm-hmm. and I really, I loved it. I started, it took me a couple tries, but on after a few tries I, I, I fell in love. Right. I tweeted about it people were like, this is so cool. Like, you know, show show us the rest of your setup. Here's my setup. And I thought, whoa, this is awesome. Like, people are really curious to see how other people are using Notion. So as like a weekend project i built a website where people could share how they were using notion called notionpages.com and you mm-hmm. couldn't even like duplicate templates mm-hmm. or anything at that point it was very you know it was early on in notion's development and so it was literally just screenshots of people's notion pages people could submit their notion pages mm-hmm. and you could just like check out how other people were using notion and so i was just doing that for fun mm-hmm. really you know enjoying enjoying seeing other people's notion i helped start a facebook group about notion i was Helping people on Twitter, getting started with Notion, like, and I was just, I was just having a great time, and that's how I met the team, and ended up, ended up joining Notion. So, from I'm actually like not good at thinking from a career perspective. I'm much more about like finding things to do out of like passion and right. and things that I enjoy doing, and uh, and almost all the things I do in my life, uh, at least career-wise and even outside I, I I kind of try to make sure that things I'm just personally excited about uh including including notion today
0: <laughs> right yeah that's so cool because I think in a way you're you're creating your own serendipity and your own luck right your own opportunity in a way because you build these things out of passion you put it out people will find you and accidentally it can turn into a career which you know in your case evidently you you successfully like kind of transition such that's such a that's such an authentic story that's i think uh when you build like map me or any any of the products you worked before and you discovered product and all, obviously and you're one of those one of the early users uh when did you get a sense that i'm good at community because there are two things right like i love community building and the other thing is okay this is where i can excel like okay uh, I know the passion thing, but because I, the reason I'm asking is a lot many people, they they know community. At this point, community is such a buzzing word and everybody wants to build a community. And I want to dig your intention so that people can learn, okay, this is the path I may either replicate or inspire from so that I can pursue in my own journey. It, it can be passion, can be career. Uh, for community builders who are listening,
1: yeah, I um, when did I realize this is what I wanted to do? Um, I, I mean, I, I guess like early on. Uh, I'm trying to think what what point it was, I, I had moved to Israel after high school, and I I uh, w- wanted to meet people in like the tech ecosystem. You know, I was mm-hmm. young. Trying to figure out like my life, <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing, and I realized like, well, one, I could go to events, and meet people, but two, I could also kind of become uh, a focal point and try to like connect other people and and you know add value to other people's lives without always kind of trying to like take from other people. And I think that was kind of when I realized like this is really powerful, and I I um I started like uh. Host, I, I remember I hosted, like, a hackathon mm. very, very early on. This was, like, maybe 2011, <laughs> and uh, before, like, hackathons were sort of a really big thing. And mm. I kind of just started, like, you know, just exploring, mm. like, what it meant to, like, bring people together, like, what excited people, what what didn't excite people, what worked, what didn't work. I didn't really think of it as, like, a career. I, I really more just thought of it as, like, uh kind of what you were saying before as like a a, a way to like generate opportunities. I, I, I realized that like, if you're able, if you're able to like build community personally, then mm. opportunities are going to come your way. Mm. Uh, and especially if you're able to kind of like continue to build um, uh, not just like for yourself, but like for brands and kind of outside of, you know, kind of, kind of to scale yourself. Right. Uh, and, and, and so that was, that was really where my, you know, my, my head was, and I kind of just continued down that path, like in a bunch of different ways, kind of like, like, you know, the ways I mentioned before and, uh, and over time, um, you know, found myself kind of replicating a lot of the things that I learned, like with companies, mm-hmm. uh, and, and doing that kind of more, more professionally.
0: I, I, I the reason I'm asking, uh, I asked that question is because I think a lot of people, they just, uh, they just think community building needs experience so they try to work for a company and uh, they try to like gain that experience when truly i i believe what people need what community builders need is empathy empathy towards your your peers people like yourself and the way you mentioned and itching you know trying to itch uh, trying to double down on the itch of curiosity like how you build that hackathon community eventually like finding product and whatnot. So it's, it's a way, uh, I think that's a great way build a community personally for yourself and it can be few people, right? Like it's, it not need to be like a massive <laughs> 10,000 or like, you know, uh, that, that huge. And eventually like you replicate the same lessons for brands or anybody, any startups and whatnot.
1: Yeah. I think, I think also like a, a really key word there is like building, like, I think, I think you, you, you want to be a builder, right? You, that, I think having the ability to do that, uh, is, is really what like sets people apart because Mm. it's not right. I mean, absolutely like empathy, building relationships, all of that's like a huge part of it as well. But I I think, I think it requires also like building scrappiness, creativity, uh, and, and, and iteration and, 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 and I think that's, those aren't things necessarily that you need, like a lot of resources to do. Like, those are things that you can do on your own, mm. right? Like, there's so many ways to do that personally. Uh, and And it's, I'm always like, really excited to meet people who kind of do that, like, personally. And, and, you know, you can tell kind of you can tell like, oh, this person is like a builder, right? Like mm. that, that that, to me, and it's also maybe a reason I love product hunting because like there are a lot of people who are builders right. there as well, not always like necessarily on the community side, but, but just like general builders, you know, right. building just really incredible things, um, which is of something I, I just get really, really excited about.
0: Of course, totally agree with you. I think there is some commonality between makers, builders, creators who actually like kind of take action to... Uh, community builders they have they share the same dna in a way right like how you mentioning the the mindset of iteration uh keep it keep going don't search for results you know just believe in the process and so on and so forth so uh, absolutely 100 percent. i'm a builder myself and i love you know meeting interacting and learning actually you know uh, from people and at the at the last sharing what i learned in the past in my experience so so, let's actually switch gears a little bit and talk about uh product hunt and OnDeck, right those were i think your two early uh kind of i wouldn't call them as experiments but your your uh your babies that you that you took steps into the, those two communities like the actions you took towards hosting OnDeck dinners or like product hunt meetups and if if someone observed you from afar they can clearly say that you are very good at hosting events like period you are a master of hosting events in real life or online uh, if you want to give certain tips for community builders when when they look for like hosting initiatives uh, in real life, in real life or online what would you what would you want to share from your experience of uh, doing product meetups and on deck dinners
1: yeah I, I think, I mean, first of all, like, I also did a lot of things that didn't work. And that, that helped me learn, (laughs) That's you know, we'll, we'll definitely
0: talk about that. Like, I will definitely mention that, but,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, you know, learning from your mistakes is obviously like a really important part of it. I think with those two, like, um, you know, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't like an employee of, of those organizations or companies, like they, early on, both of those were just like, those were essentially like communities that were, Mm -hmm uh, that were, you know, growing in a very grassroots way. And I was kind of one of those people that was just excited about it and wanted to be a part of it and, and, and help it grow. And I think like with, well, with product hunt, um, specifically, I, it it really just attracted like early adopters and builders makers Mm -hmm. and like, and, and I think, I think there, I think at the time it felt like, Oh, there aren't that many places for like this segment of people to 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 meet, right? Because this was Product concerted a long time ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like... and uh, and it was just so exciting for people to like come together and like hear what people are working on, and and um, and we were able to like just leverage that to host like really really great great meetups in in Tel Aviv, and and uh, people people really enjoyed it and and it got a lot of value out it out of it, and and with On Deck, I think. Um, what was, I think what was really smart was like, it was, it was this also kind of a segment that people hadn't really catered to in the past, which was like people who are thinking about starting something or joining something. Mm -hmm. This was kind of before On Deck expanded. And it was, it was very simple. It was like, are you thinking of starting something? Are you thinking of joining something? Like, are you thinking about your next move? Mm -hmm. Like come, come to this dinner and, you know, it's off the record and, and, and you'll meet other people, you know, who are also super talented and, have a like a safe space to talk about what you're thinking about. And, and and I think like the key things were like just the curation, we were able to bring like really amazing people and two kind of creating this like safe space for people who maybe aren't comfortable talking like, Oh, I might quit my job or mm-hmm. I, I, you know, my company, my startup's failing. I want to, I want to shut it down and like join a company. Right. Like these are like really, really big decisions. And it's, it's hard to find people to talk to about this about. And, uh and and we were able to kind of create this space for people for people to do that and and i was one of those people myself like i also i think when i started hosting those i had like was trying to figure out what i wanted to do and Mm. was confused and and lost i ended up meeting like tons of amazing people who were just you know felt the same way and it was so it felt so good to be surrounded by people who 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 you know who were in like similar positions and and to like Share ideas and people started to work together after and started companies together. And there were so many like great outcomes from that. So um, I think my, my, my takeaways from those were just like, how do you, how do you find like real ways to add value to people? Cause I think, I think uh, there, there's, you know, there's always so much going on, right? Like how do you, how do you stand out and make sure like you're doing something that people really care about? And, and, and I think with these things, these were just things that people cared about and were excited enough about mm-hmm. to like, kind of have the you know drive to like be a part of it uh, and um uh and I think like all you know the the curation part was also really important just being able to like just learning how to like curate pe- the right people and and bring together like really good groups of like small amounts of people um it's like it's a real it's a tr- tr- tricky thing to do um uh, but if you're able to do it well like you can just create the most magical experiences and Uh, and that was something that I like, another thing that I took away from, from
0: that. Nice. And again, both of, both of them are your personal, uh, passions, right? Like you, you're a builder, you love product hunt for a reason you're figuring out. So there is, there is some common problem that you can share, uh, when you're building a community. And I feel those, those are the signals that you need to look to look up to, uh, when you are about to build a community. Uh, but great thanks for sharing that but any key lessons uh in terms of hosting like any technicality that you want to share like okay this is how you set up uh you know source certain i don't know like like a venue this is how you source like this is how you write an agenda this is how you do invites like hosting an event is itself is such a big thing like it, it requires a lot of effort uh anything a couple couple questions there one is if 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 you're a one person team, how do you go about hosting an event? Either it can be in person online. Like any tips you want to share there. And the other thing is if you are if you if you belong to a brand like Notion or any other brand, you're working for a brand, you're you're trying to blend bring people together and what is something that you advise them to do? Because those two are like two separate uh those are two separate things and would love to know your take on how do they go about zero to one in terms of hosting events
1: yeah i i mean i think being like really intentional from the start is important like really understanding like why are we doing this you know how are we how are we adding value to like these people's lives what is it that's going to like excite people and drive people to like come to this i think that's like you know the core core question you want to you want to ask yourself um because there have been times where i've like thought about doing something and i you know thought about it another time i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna scratch this like this is maybe not the best use of my time or other people's time right but i think i think like just being really really thoughtful about like what it is you're trying to you know achieve with that right. um and in terms of like setting things up i mean i'm i i'm very scrappy so like <laughs> I think I, like I, I always you know I I always go with like the scrappy approach um of you know how do you find some like a space that maybe is available how do you find like a sponsor or you know someone who can kind of who can uh, who can like take up the costs um how can you uh, maybe curate or find the right people you know the right people to come I, I think just like I think all around theme is just like being thoughtful around like what, why, why it is you're actually doing this and, um, and, and taking it from there.
0: You know, I think it's, it's so, uh, I think a lot of people, they just like disappoint themselves for not hosting events, uh, hosting events with, very less audience right like how do you how do you handle that like if you host an event and you there are like two people turn out and you expect you invited like 50 for example just hypothetically for this sake because a lot of a lot of what's happening is at least in my experience of hearing uh community builders hosting events they just get disappointed and they just give up and uh did did you ever experience i want i want you to like share some of your past experiences you mentioned before which you said not not everything worked for you right so that the listeners can get you know inspired and they feel relevant okay everything is you know not set in stone and nothing works like when you do things so any instances where you you tried to host an event people, less people turned up how did you like process what what steps you took to get more attention as such.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely been times where I've been like disappointed by the turnout or the quality or, you know, the uh, just the overall kind of experience like that. That's, that's definitely happened mm-hmm. um, to me. I think, I think like one thing, one thing that I, I found helpful is like thinking, would I myself want to go to this? And, and
0: mm. It's a great point. You know, it
1: depends on like people's people's schedules and, and but but I, I think it's a really important thing to think about is like, you know, given your your own schedule and how busy you are, et cetera, like is this something that you would take time out of your day mm. to to go and do? And I and I think that, that that can that could be a really good like quality filter to understand like is this something, you know, that is this like the right format for, for, for this. Mm. Um Cause if not, there's like, there's so many creative ways, like, you know, events, right. Hosting an event is not about like hosting an event. It's, 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 it's about like connecting people, bringing people together, helping people build relationships, right. adding value to people's lives. And like, there's so many different ways to do that. And and so I, I think sometimes it's just good to like, think more creatively mm. and take a step back to understand like, what are, what are the like options that, that, that make the most sense here?
0: Any, uh, any creative ways that you've you found recently in your radar of like even at notion, like notion has ton of meetups happening hosted by notion or just by ambassadors, right? Anything that caught your attention that you want to share? Maybe like a couple of examples.
1: Yeah. I mean, our, our, our approach has been like pretty different because our, what we've been so excited about is like people in our community hosting events and, and um, and so we have like folks in our in, in our community programs who who are hosting events. There's 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 one basically every day um, mm. around the world in different cities and on campuses, and we're trying to kind of provide like the resources and 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 kind of you know whatever folks need to like be successful in in, in doing that. That's been like that's been really interesting because it's not really us you know mm-hmm. us doing it. It's but it is us trying to like empower you them you find ways to, to yeah empower them and and make make the folks who who are excited about doing this uh make sure that they're successful in what they're doing which is kind of like a whole other you know whole other kind of component to this and um and that's been really it's been really interesting and and uh and rewarding and and I think like you know it's kind of like it's kind of meta because it's it's like this next level of like when people are so passionate about what you're building that they want to kind of bring people together around it and host you know and connect people around it like that's that's really really powerful and and you know and I think that like speak i mean that's really comes down to like just having a brand having having something uh that people are just really excited and passionate about and, and, uh, and I was actually one of those people for, you know, for product hunt right. When it started, like, that's how I felt about product hunt. So it's cool. I think it's, it's just cool to see when there's like kind of this outpouring of like passion for something that, that that you're building.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's so impressive. That's, that's the follow-up question I want to ask about notions, empowering creators or people, notion users to create meetups couple questions there one is uh, what do you think the incentive that people are getting I know I I know the answer on a high level but I want to understand from your your perspective that these people who are not affiliated directly to notion right like notion is not paying for them to host events or bring people together and they're they're very they're happening very organically so one what is the incentive that people are finding in in hosting Notion meetups and number two, when did you saw the wave? Like, okay, uh, people are coming back. People are using Notion. We have to empower them to actually, you know, go, go to grassroots level to build like, a I don't know, like an Argentina chapter or like, you know, or India chapter or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I think it really goes back to like early on with, with like our approach to community Our our approach has always been like about empowering people to represent and share notion in ways they love. So events has kind of been one, one part of that um, which has been awesome and really cool to see, but it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's not only been that, it's also been people building businesses around notion and consulting. It's also been people building um, uh, templates and, and, you know, content around Notion or starting YouTube channels around Notion. We've seen people write books about Notion, organize workshops, right? Like there's so many ways that people kind of, you know, express their excitement and passion for Notion and, and, and share it. Uh, And, and, and our goal has always just Mm. been like, how can we empower empower this and kind of give people the opportunity to do this in in ways that they're, they're excited about. So um, that's, that's been, I think really, really awesome, awesome to see just because it's, you know, we, we, we just want people to like, feel, feel like, you know, excited to be, to be a part of this. We're not forcing anyone to do anything or not, right. It's, it's just pure, mm-hmm. it comes from pure love, love for like what it is that we're building.
0: Right. And, and, uh, it's so interesting. And is this the reason why you started like an ambassador program? You saw people, like getting very excited about using the platform and people are actually creating more use cases than you ever imagined as a company at Notion. Uh, did, did Is that why you wanted like, okay, we need like Notion ambassadors to educate more people, which is like a win-win because they win because they, they get to meet fellow enthusiasts and you win because everybody uses Notion, so the growth will, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely been, you know, for, for us, it's really helpful just even just to have, like, a direct connection point to, to the folks who are, like, doing the absolute most in terms of, you know, spreading Notion, teaching Notion, sharing Notion, right? Like, we want to have strong relationships and be supportive and for them to feel, like, that they have, like, Notions back. And uh, and so, yeah, the ambassador program is definitely, like, a, it's, a, it's a big part of it. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's been, it's been amazing to see, like, just how, how far a lot of these folks who have joined have come over the past few years and just built like incredible, incredible followings, brands, personal brands, kind of doing, doing all this work.
0: Right. And what would you suggest for people to, if people are even brands or personally, uh, you know, people want to like craft like an ambassador program where do you think they should start like what are the signals they should pick number one and is there like a framework that you want to share with uh, with the listeners
1: yeah i i think um <clears throat> i think i mean what i what i would start with is just understanding like what are you know what are your users motivations right like what mm-hmm. the the folks who are most Kind of passionate about whatever whatever it is you're building. Um, why 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 is that? Like, what are they excited about? What what could you do to kind of continue to like stoke that fire? And that was what I did early on in kind of Notion's journey. I, I just spent time like finding some of these people um, when Notion was much smaller mm-hmm. and just talking to them like on Zoom and 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 just kind of understanding like what 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 are their motivations. Uh, why why are they doing this? What what do they want? What what could what do they want mm. from us that could be helpful? I think I think it really comes down to like mm. you know their their motivations and uh, and and understanding you know understanding kind of what what drives them and and kind of building like programming around mm-hmm. that. Uh, and you have to you have to have you have to really build something that people are excited about to you know to get to get to that point right. Like that's. Really? Really a testament to like notion's product and the brand and you know just mm. how much people connect with it and how how much passion passion there is for it uh which which is you know really thanks to like the the founders and kind of what 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 they built
0: any any uh that 's great that 's great I think i want to acknowledge the fact that uh you did so much grunt work in the beginning which is meeting people recruiting uh like the ones who are champions in the in, in who are using the product and whatnot that's a key because that's the right signal they're the ones who set the standard they're the ones who set an example where others can follow okay this is how i i do a meetup and others will follow their lead right that's why i personally am ambassador program and i'm i'm actually very uh very fortunate to be part of product hunts ambassador program when when we built together when i was at product Hunt. so i i know kind of like the importance of uh, the impact that, that the ambassador program can make on a product driven company any any tips that you want to share in the in terms of growth like you start a program it's pretty you know you did all the homework you, you recruited people how do you go from 1 to n like make it massive or expand in you know in ways that organically you know uh, it's growing by itself especially when it, especially ambassador program
1: i think i mean i i think it, a lot of it is just like equipping people with with the right information resources knowledge whatever it might be right because if you're if you're up leveling people in your ambassador program um, that's gonna you know that's gonna kind of help feed that that loop and and so just finding ways to like mm-hmm. up level people and and you know just kind of continue to like equip them in, 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 in more powerful ways. Um, That's, that's, that's what I would focus on to kind of help, you know, stoke that fire. Uh,
0: So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the other things you did, right? Like uh, you hosted a conference called block by block. And do you want to talk about that? Like, what's it about? And what are something that some lessons that, you know, uh, that, conference gave you because i think hosting a conference is way different than hosting an event and what are some ins and outs you want to share uh, about hosting a conference
1: yeah i mean that was i think notion's first attempt at hosting a kind of virtual user conference there were i think there was there's been one since then uh, another one since then um mm-hmm. i it was, it was really incredible. I mean, I think we had 15,000 people sign up for the first one. It was virtual. This was during the pandemic. And, uh, and it was just really cool to kind of see like Whoa. this global, you know, user base, like kind of come together and, and, uh, and, and just be very excited about, uh, you know, hearing directly from like the company what we're working on and meeting each other uh, and getting kind of like a closer look at, at, at Notion, you know, behind the scenes. Um, there was definitely like a lot of learnings, you know, from, from, from that experience. I mean, this was, this was already a couple years ago, so it's a little, a little hazy at this point, but, uh, mm. um, I think, I, I think, I think like what, what, um, what's been really kind of, you know, interesting with, with, with those has been like, what, what are we, what are we able to do to kind of, uh, facilitate like connection between notions users, and because, and you know, really, like, Notion is such a flexible product, there's so many different kinds of users, so many different kinds of use cases, right? And, and, and that's, right. that's great, in one sense, and also challenging in another sense, because uh, it's, you know, it's, there, there's just so much, mm. so much out there, so much information, right? Like, we can't, we can't, Notion can't, like, cover every use case, but our community can, they can, they can share infinite use cases mm. and templates and, and ideas with each other. and, and so. I'm just, I'm always excited about ways to like, kind of, you know, more broadly connect, connect those people in, uh, in more like effective ways.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting. I think uh, that's so true because you, you have only li- limited time and you can only limited explore limited use cases, but once you have a focus on certain things that certain use cases that the product solves, your community can help add on top of it like which will help you build more features i think notion's ai is a clear example for it like people asked for it and notion delivered and now it's such a such an awesome thing i use it i love you know uh, using notion's ai it's so so crisp and so on point uh, so let's talk about like this uh, i don't i don't i want to i want to learn your opinion on product-led growth versus community-led growth. Like, I think Notion's kind of a hybrid, right? Like it has a it has its own product. It has product-led growth as well as like with the ambassador program and the influence program and so on and so forth. You also see the community-led growth as well. Uh, what do you think is going to, this is such a controversial question, but I want to just hear your opinion, which will win at the end? Or do you think they coexist? Uh, which which takes upper hand? Which will follow?
1: I I don't think there's necessarily one winner. I think they kind <laughs> of. Feed, they, I think they just feed into each other.
0: That's such a diplomatic answer. Right? <laughs> ben.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, I, I really do think. I really do think it all feeds into you know. It feeds into itself. Notion, you know, Notion is a multiplayer product, right? You can use it personally. You can use it with your team. You can use it with your family however you want. And that like inherently makes it viral and something that you share with other people. Um, so that's Mm -hmm. always going to be a really powerful way to bring new people to notion, Uh, but also, you know, what we're talking, like what you're talking about, like community led growth people, all these people who are out there teaching people how to use notion who are producing YouTube videos, who are Mm -hmm. organizing workshops, who are producing templates, right? Like that, that is that's also like incredibly powerful and, and, and another way for people to discover notion uplevel their, you know, uplevel their, 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 their skills and kind of knowledge of the product. So I think, they, I, I think they just kind of feed into each other and, and, uh, and I think that's, you know, the fact that both of them work so well and right. I, I think is what has contributed to notion growing to like to where it is today with, you know, 20 plus million users um which Mm. to me is really mind-blowing just like the scale of you know how how big it is at this point
0: yeah absolutely i you know i i i see where you're coming from and for a product like notion which is self-explanatory it's such a simple product to use uh and it has this instant uh instant result like instant dopamine hit once you use it you can get the benefit out of it like instant value so that versus like that's why i think community is kind of hanging on it too tight because it's such a such a blend so even though it's such a diplomatic answer i i i love that <laughs> uh let's talk about like internal things like you know that 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 happens in notion like you know as a team you francisco francisco shout out to him He's such an amazing person. Uh, we should bring him some point on this podcast. As a as a community, uh, as a team, generally in Notion, like, you know, uh, how do you make decisions? Like if you want to experiment, number one, like, okay, this is, do you measure, do you like, versus like, do you just like, a, hey, let's actually implement like an MVP, then learn from it and then scale it especially community events uh, how do how does the whole notion team uh, think about uh, making decisions in terms of community initiatives
1: um so you're talking about specifically like the community team
0: yeah just the community team
1: yeah we so i think what's been what's been interesting with us has been um we've always been like very very bottoms up meaning like We've yeah. the, most of the initiatives, programs that we've started have been things that like people have started to do on their own in like the broader notion community, and we've mm. seen that, and you know, kind of seen a trend or seen more of this happening, and realized like, wow, this is this is incredible, like are there ways for us to kind of help amplify this and help support, support more of this? And Hmm. really like looking back, almost all of the things that we've done have, have started that way. So it hasn't really been like us kind of just like guessing or, you know, putting our hands in the air. Like it's been, it's been things that are just happening and we Hmm. kind of put our like support, support behind that, um, which I think is, which I think is really, really powerful. And then, you Hmm. know, afterwards, like for us being able to kind of like tie that in. to our own kind of teams, like, uh, our, like our own team metrics and kind of how we're, you know, how we're thinking about things is, is obviously helpful um, mm-hmm. to determine like if, you know, if, if these are things that are working or not.
0: that's nice. So a couple of uh, follow-up questions. So this question also is coming from one of the community member uh, called Courtney Grass. She's the AWS startups lead, community lead. Uh, she's part of Community Champs, the community we build at ThredU. It's it's kind of like falls under the metrics uh, metrics question. So she asks, what success metrics do you track for your community, and what tools do you use to track them? There is uh, some follow up questions to to that. What are your thoughts on leading versus lagging indicators in community success, and how do you communicate the value to leading indicators? I'll, I'll, I can repeat that. The first question is success. Yeah. Success metrics. How do you track? What tools do you use at Notion?
1: Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, the way we've looked at it so far has been kind of like on a per program basis. So we've kind of, we run a couple of programs like on the community team and uh, we have kind of different ways of, of measuring success for those. Some of them are more like engagement focused. Some of them are more mm-hmm. acquisition focused. Uh, it kind of it kind of depends on like the you know the specific specific program. We don't have like one kind of unifying metric. It is something that maybe down the road we will we will have. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now it's kind of it's it's more of like a you know individual per program. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of tooling, um, I mean we we use uh, we use Common Room. Uh, we use, uh, 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 I mean, we use Thredo, although I don't know if that's, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if that, uh, plays into, uh, the, the metrics part, uh, or, right. or not yet. Um, we use Luma for events. Um, right. and then we actually have some like custom tooling that we've built ourselves, uh, to hmm. kind of track certain things that we haven't been able to like externally. So it's a a bunch of it actually is, is custom, custom stuff at this point.
0: Nice. And she also asked like, what are your thoughts on leading versus lagging indicators in community success and how to communicate the value of leading indicators?
1: I'm actually not sure what she means by that. So I'm going to have to skip it. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll maybe get some clarifications on, uh, on email but so that's so interesting and when do you kill a program we are yours you said programs are such a core part of community building at notion right like what's what's your sign when you say okay we have to like scrape this down it's not working
1: i mean a part of it is 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 just like resourcing and priorities like how much you know how much resourcing do we have available is this a priority for us um there have been times where we've kind of had to like put things on the back burner or, or, you know, hold off for like a long period of time. There's obviously like a bunch of things that go into like the, the decision-making. Um, I think what I found is like, Mm. trying to find ways to like tie in some of these programs to like larger community and larger company initiatives or, or goals. Like, I think that's, that's, that's really helpful and, and, uh, you know, helpful in terms of getting more like prioritization and resources and backing for it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, yeah sorry
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i think you know uh, I, I was actually looking for any any deep insights but you know that's fine so a couple of things more like generally in, in terms of community before we close down uh what are some trends you're you're picking on uh, in the space like uh, that that because you're an investor you you heavily invest in uh community companies as well as just in you know product companies but in the community space what is what is the trend that you're observing
1: i mean i think i think not specific to community space but like you know something everyone's talking about obviously is ai and, and that'll, that, that'll 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 of course be really interesting <laughs> to see like for, for us i i i know that like what's been really interesting has been like using ai to uh synthesize like surveys and results and mm-hmm. uh and uh, and kind of create like trends and reports around that. That's something that Emma on our Ooh. community team discovered, and it's just like been a huge unlock. Uh, and and so I, I think I'm you know I'm sure there'll be like really interesting ways to to like incorporate AI into like co- you know into community. I'm 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 not sure what those ways will be yet, um, but I think that will be really really interesting right. to watch. Um, right. what else? Uh, I mean, I'm always interested in like you know, things that kind of like Mm -hmm. fall into like the bucket of like empowerment or, you know, equipping people to like build and create and, you know, whatever it might be on top of your brand or community. Um, There's some Mm -hmm. products, tools that like, as an example, like there's a company called Tremendous um, who they, Mm -hmm. they kind of, they're, they're really helpful for sending out like gift cards or or visa cards or you know small payments uh which which has been like Hmm. a huge huge unlock for us um or you know or swag up who does something similar but for swag and so i i I really Mm -hmm. like those kind of you know those those like things that that empower Mm. and empower people to like you know represent and build on top of whatever it is you're doing already
0: you mentioned swag let's talk about that for a couple of minutes notion has this amazing uh i think notion profile pictures right like the i don't know the the doodles that you guys have for you many people actually crave for it so is is that something that intentionally you you guys made a choice uh number one number two is like I don't, I don't remember you have like a swag program where you use, I, I do know that you, you, you have like stickers and stuff, but do you actually see swag being a huge part of community building? Because people always crave for free stuff and exclusive stuff. So any, any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty big part of, of, of what we do. I mean, we, we definitely like tie it into a lot of the different programs that we run um I think you know in an ideal world there's like always more you want to be doing and more opportunities the doodles wasn't it was more of like a early like kind of brand decision no, mm-hmm. not really about kind of like not really so swag so much related to swag um I think it was mm-hmm. uh, Ivan the founder of notion like was friends with this artist Roman who came up with the idea and he kind of drew all the portraits early on and it's kind of stuck with notion and is now like, you know, every employee has a, has a drawing and you know, people, people, mm. people like draw, people now draw them as a service on like Fiverr and other platforms, right. uh, which has been, which has been really cool to see.
0: Right. And last thing I want to ask, uh, any new initiatives notion is planning that you want to talk about that, that, that are still baking or yet, yet to release. You want to give us a quick tease
1: um, I'm always excited about like language launches. I know there's some languages coming out soon. So it's, it's always just, it's always so cool to see notion, like be available in a new language. Um, so that's what I'm you know, right. personally pumped about right now. Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you're you know interested in getting involved in the notion community, you can go to notion.so slash community. Um, and there's, there's kind of a whole flu, a whole list of ways to, to get involved and, uh, and be a part of it. Awesome.
0: That's, that's great. Uh, this has been great, Ben. Thank you. And appreciate you taking time again. Uh, yeah, I, you know, for people who wants to follow Ben, we'll, we're going to like, put, put, uh, links to Ben's website, his Twitter and, and all the things that Ben mentioned, the shout outs and the tools. Uh, but yeah, this has been blast. Any closing thoughts for any tips or any last words?
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always good to, to spend time with you and, uh, appreciate you, you, you inviting me over.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you as well. Uh, That's all folks for this episode. Stay tuned for more to come. We're excited to talk to like community builders like Ben uh, and thanks for tuning.